Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Mobeck, a coach and a leadership trainer, and I'm super passionate about helping you find out who you are authentically as a leader, own it, and go out and make an impact in your life and the lives of others. This world needs your leadership, your gifts, your unique brilliance, and I believe that real leaders don't wait, they create. I know firsthand that life is gonna throw us curveballs, that we're gonna doubt our greatness, our ideas, and our contributions. And my goal is that you believe in yourself beyond reason, and I get to be a coach and a champion for you each week so that you feel inspired, motivated, and most important, in action toward your unique impact in this world. So let's jump in. This episode is sponsored by Lyft, the Leadership Impact Forum. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast for information on how you can participate in this exciting program. Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Coach Kelly, and I want to wish you a very happy new year. Happy new year. It's 2021, you guys. Hello. I love a new year. It's a fresh start And I totally get excited about the new canvas that's right in front of us that we get to create. How about you? I'm curious. On today's episode, we have a super fun guest. I'm so excited she's here today. You guys are going to want to tune in and pay attention. We're going to be talking about how to do the things you set out to do, even if you don't like it, don't feel like it or don't know how, (sighs) you can all exhale now because we have answers for you. How many of you have made New Year's resolutions? Are you raising your hand? I bet you are, but you just raised your hand, didn't you? Okay. So what's a resolution? Essentially, it's, it's literally a decision, something you resolve to do. And the thing about resolutions is they don't typically stick. You know, the ones that we make New Year's Eve, think about it for a minute. Think about, think about all, how many of you guys have resolved to have a healthier lifestyle and go to the gym seven days a week? Like we're really ambitious when it comes to New Year's resolutions. So think about this. In the past, when we were able to go into gyms, they were jam-packed at the first of the year. Do you remember that? And People have made resolutions for their health. So they got to get in there. They got to get on machines. And literally, you got to wait in line. You got to wait in line to get on the elliptical or the treadmill or get into your spin class. They're jam packed. You know, you might not even be able to find a parking space. I, I remember that, like driving around and around just to get a space. And then a funny thing happens right around January 21st through January 27th somewhere right around there, those same gyms are starting to clear out. You actually can find a parking space in the lot and, it, and you can easily get on a machine or in a class without much waiting. You guys know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. It happens. It's like magic. Now, I'm not saying resolutions are bad. They just don't always work. I like to coach my clients to make declarations instead because a declaration reconstitutes your relationship with something. And it also requires you to have a buy when on it, where resolutions don't, declarations do. 
So I'm going to give you an example. Let's stick with the gym. So you want to lose weight in 2021. A declaration would sound like this. I am going to lose 30 pounds by June 1st. Okay. It's very clear. I am going to lose 30 pounds by June 1st. It's got to buy when. Then declarations as you move forward are typically rooted in purpose. So the other place I would go with clients is tell me why. Tell me why you want to lose 30 pounds and and by June 1st. Let me know why. Because the more we know about it, the more we're apt to stick with it. And I'll even go so far as to ask them, why is that actually important to you? Because then we can start making goals, we can make well-formed outcomes, and you are much more likely to like sail by that January 21st date and keep on going because it's rooted in purpose. So declarations reconstitute your relationship with something. In the case of weight loss, I'm reconstituting my relationship with my physical weight by declaring 30 pounds off by June 1st. Make sense? All right. So remember episode 33, where did the rudder on my boat go? We talked about purpose and we dig deeper into why it's important. Declarations require you to do that, get really deep into why, and also to get into action because of that important piece, the by when. Because you can't have a by when and then just go... I really hope that that's going to happen by June 1st. Yeah, let's keep hoping. No, you got to get into action. All right. So when you have all that, it requires you to understand that you want that at such a level, like you're so hungry for it. That's a good one for weight loss. You're so hungry for it so that you can easily set up those goals and milestones. All right. So you guys, I am excited and I'm going to bring on our guest because you are going to love her. And when I think about her, she is someone when she sets out to do something, she does it. She does it, whether she feels like it or not. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. And she's got some really, really great tips to share with you all that I'm really excited about. And plus, she's just so much fun. So much fun. So there may be some giggles. I'm just I'm just saying. So I'm really excited to introduce you all to Kit Cole, who I have had the absolute pleasure of working with Kit as a and she's she's a client of mine and for the past five years. And I've just got to tell you where she started, where she is, how she takes herself on how she does all the things is so inspiring. So I have been begging her to please come and speak to you guys. And she's here. Today she's here. And she's so much fun. So with that, I want to welcome Kit. Welcome to the podcast. I am beyond stoked that you're here today. How are you doing? Thank you, Kelly. I am beyond stoked to be with you. And happy new year. Happy 2021. Putting 2020 in the rearview mirror, maybe a little bit. And I'm excited to talk about this subject, doing the stuff you don't want to do. Oh my goodness. Oh Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, you, you might just be an expert on that. Just saying. I I might be, if I am, it's just because my father. So we'll, (laughs) we'll give John Cole whom you yeah. also coach. I lo- yes, I all love of, all of the credit. Just for the listeners to know, Kelly coaches my entire family. We have a <laughs> lot of issues, so it's good. We need her. She's our coach in residence. She's lovely. 
I am glad to be here. My business, which is what you're going to ask me about next, is I work with big infrastructure projects like ports or airports or building freeways. And for those projects, often we find that the neighbors are not super excited to live near those projects. So my job is working with the neighbors and with the client who is whoever's working on this big infrastructure and see if we can't find a way to make the project work a little bit better for the neighbors. So when people say, what do you do? I always say, uh, I'm the angry neighbor specialist. (laughs) And people always say, oh, my neighbor has this barking dog. Can you come in and help me mediate the problem? And um, and I'm very happy to suggest help for that, but I'm way too expensive for people to <laughs> hire me to manage their issues with their neighbors. But I'm super excited to be here and to talk about this subject. Awesome. Awesome. I think you'd be great working with, I don't think, I know you're great working with angry neighbors. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And so many other things, literally. I call Kit... Kit, one of Kit's superpowers that she has is she's someone who sees a bigger picture and she can connect dots really easy. And then she can she connects you to just the right person, just like that. Like it's magical. And that is such a superpower she has. So anyway, another plug. Another plug, Kit. Thank you. You're welcome. You. You're welcome. All right. So we have many people who are listening that are entrepreneurs, business leaders, people who are seeking self-improvement and up to creating change. So it's time to spill the beans. <laughs> What's <laughs> my secret formula? Yes. What oh is your gosh. secret formula for creating that success in so, your life? Uh, Yes. So my father was a high school civics teacher for 37 years and a major league baseball scout for about 20. And so I grew up surrounded by men uh, who were stinky in athletic uniforms and going to baseball game after baseball game and helping my dad with the scouting. So most of the metaphors in my life are, and I know you love baseball because you did an episode about baseball and leadership. Yes. So, uh, so many of my, of, of the way I live my life is the way my dad taught me about the game of baseball. And he used to say, you just suit up and show up. Mm -hmm. And he also used to say, you suit up and you show up and you shut up. That was especially if I was being mouthy. Oh, And so to me, what that means is even if I am not excited to do something, I still suit up and show up to do it. Mm -hmm. And my dad used to say, don't worry about the volleyball practice or the volleyball game or the basketball game. All you have to do is put the clothes on and get there onto the field and the rest of it will take care of itself. Because I think sometimes we get in our head, right? And we think, Oh, I'm going to go and I'm going to do whatever this thing is, talking to my bookkeeper, as entrepreneurs, talking to a potential client, writing a proposal. It's like, I have to have it be perfect. Mm. has to be the best proposal anybody has ever seen. Mm-hmm. That'll keep you from writing it oh, yeah. the, because the expectation of yourself is so high. Yeah. So every time I sort of get that feeling like, oh my gosh, this is a big thing to do. It's a significant thing to do. I think about John Cole saying just suit up and show up. All you have to do is just write a proposal that is good enough. Yeah. All you have to do is show up 
and run three miles. And it doesn't matter how fast you run it or if you look horrible while you run it. It's just suit up and show up. So I have lots of other secret formulas, but for but for this podcast, we'll just say that's the, that's the secret one. I love that. That means she just like dropped in that she has more secret secret formulas. I, I know some of them. So I'm just going to put this out here right now. She'll be back. She will be back. She is spilling all the beans right here <laughs> on this episode. <laughs> yeah, I love that suit up and show up. It's such a powerful message and it's such a powerful anchor and such a powerful way to be. And I can see you, like I can see... So one of the things that I love is Kit. Um, Kit is a runner, and she also has to has to physically move her body every day. So all I think every day, I get up and like do my morning thing, and then I I, I, I pop on the on the on the good old IG so I can post a little post. And literally, Kit Cole, there's her face right after her workout. Which makes my job really easy, by the way, as a coach, because I'm like, there's the accountability. <laughs> She's right there, right there. And and her face tells the story. It's it tells the story of the workout or the run. Do you know what I mean, Kit? It does It is sometimes not pretty, is it, Kelly? Yeah. It, it's sometimes no. I look like I'm fed up. Um, I think yesterday I took a picture and I had to tilt my head to the side to try to hide my chin acne that I have. From wearing a mask all yeah. the time. I have crazy hair. Yeah, it's it's not pretty, but you know, accountability, also another secret formula to success. Yeah. And for the entrepreneurs out there, not just talking about New Year's resolutions, but one of the things that I do with uh, my best friend is we do study hall. Mm-hmm. So before COVID, now we can do it on COVID, but we do it on Zoom. If we had confronting things we had to do, like deal with our taxes, deal with our credit cards, mostly they were money related, we would schedule with each other study hall time. We would get in the same room. We wouldn't necessarily support each other actively, but we knew the reason we were in the room was to do that confronting thing. And we knew the other person was there to support us if we ran into a barrier or we got too scared or we just needed some moral support. So I think accountability is another secret formula. Telling someone else, hey, Kelly, I'm going to lose 30 pounds by June 1. I want you to hold me to it. Yeah. Or, hey, Kelly, I have to deal with this confronting thing with my tax guy and I'm really scared. Will you just be with me in the room while I talk with him? All, All of that sort of making yourself accountable, choosing to make yourself accountable, having a buddy that you work out with. Mm -hmm. Now you have to have the right buddy because if you have a buddy who likes to sleep in, that might not work out if you want to do early morning workouts, right? Or if you have a buddy who's super grumpy (laughs) when you show up at the gym and makes it not fun. So the, the picking a buddy is a little bit trickier when it comes to the workouts, but definitely accountability is secret sauce as well. So suit up and show up Mm -hmm. and then get yourself to be accountable with something outside of yourself. I love that. I love that so much. And I think the other thing that you dropped in there was also asking for some help Mm -hmm. when you said, Hey, could you just go with me to this appointment? I think we forget that we can ask for help. Kit and I are going to get tattoos that say... (laughs) 
<laughs> we're gonna get, get the help. inside of our arms. Don't tell my husband because he hates tattoos. Yeah, no, but no. Yeah, help. no, but get some help. Get yeah. some help. It's a bumper sticker. We need to we need yes. to get bumper stickers made. Yes. The power of asking for help, unbelievable. And trying to get yourself into a mental space where you're able to ask for help can be really, really hard mm-hmm. because I think asking for help requires us to be vulnerable. Yeah. But I, I am always looking at tasks and you challenge me as my coach, my amazing coach to do this. What tasks can I outsource? Mm-hmm. Can I have somebody else do the bookkeeping? Can I have somebody else help me with the IT? What are the things that I really don't feel like doing that are reasonable to pay other people to do. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, contracting out another mm-hmm. another secret formula. And then just one other one that I really love, compliments of Dr. Wendy Wood. And she comes from the University of Southern California. She's a, a professor of psychology and business there, which is such an interesting combination. And she has a term that she likes to use called friction. Mm. So her thesis is if you want to have a good habit, so let's say you want to start exercising in the morning, you look at how do you reduce the friction around exercising? So I want to get up. I want to go for a three mile run every other day. How do I reduce the friction? Well, one way is I put my clothes out Oh yeah. the night before. Mm-hmm. I have my water bottle. And I take my water bottle, I fill it up the night before, I put it by the back door with my keys. Mm -hmm. So in all these steps that I'm taking, I'm looking at how do I reduce the friction? Is there a way I could run without having to get in the car and go somewhere, Mm -hmm. right? Because that's another step. That's more potential friction. So when she's looking at cultivating good habits or trying to break bad habits, it's all a matter of friction. So if I want to lose 30 pounds by June 1st, I probably could increase friction by not having chocolate cake in the house. I'd have to go out of the house and drive somewhere to get it. So that's a way that you could use friction to break a habit Mm -hmm. too. And I, and I loved when she was sharing, she was sharing this with Dr. Lori Santos, who runs the happiness project out of Yale. And I was listening to the interview and she said when she had little kids, she had to run when the little kids were asleep and when her husband was asleep. So she had to go at like four in the morning. Right. And she realized if she made any noise, the children would wake up. So she slept in her running clothes. Oh, and, and I had to send her an email and I said, Dr. Wood, I just want to let you know, I have slept in my running clothes because I have, and I thought maybe I was the only one. So, <laughs> I, so I love this idea of accountability, suit up and show up, but also friction. So how can you reduce the friction in order to then get the outcome or the result that you want? That is brilliant. That is brilliant friction. I love that. How do you reduce it to get the thing, to do the thing? And it's like making it easy. How do I make it easy? Yep. Because we don't really love doing hard things anyway. Mm -hmm. So how can we, even though we can do hard things, yes, we can, but how can we make that easy? Oh, I love the principle of friction. And you can see Brilliant. it all over your life, right? Yes. You can see like it's so much easier for me to space out and pick up and turn on the TV, turn on the remote 
than it is to go in the bedroom, lie down and pick up a book. Like right. I can just see my house is set up in such a way as to drive me towards certain behaviors as well. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite uh, secret hacks for eating healthy is I stole from Corinne Crabtree. Mm-hmm. She's a weight loss guru who's amazing. Yeah. Don't we listen love- to her if you don't like swearing because she is an <laughs> incredible swearer. But she has an idea that she calls salad bar in the fridge. Yes. Which I absolutely do. Yes. So she she preps all her lettuce and her carrots and she puts everything in separate containers. And then when it's time to have a meal, she just goes in and she has a salad bar ready for her. And I started that hack for my husband. I actually started making, I noticed if I made him a salad, he'd eat it. But yes. if I didn't make him a salad, he wasn't eating salad. Yes. So I started making multiple salads ahead of time and putting them in the fridge for him. And and then he didn't have to make the salad and I didn't have to make a salad every day. So just, again, reducing the friction so that you can get something in your life that you want. Yep. It's, it's so brilliant. It's so brilliant because it's not, and this is where you really get to see where the rubber hit, rubber hits the road. What's my commitment? What is my commitment? Am I committed to losing the 30 pounds? Am I committed to developing new habits that are going to sustain? What am I committed to? Because we're always committed to something. Come June 1st, when you get on the scale, you know, the scale doesn't lie. It's results are results. The results are there. So it's almost not about the 30 pounds. It's about all those things in between that you just talked about. Oh, so good. I mean, you lead me right into, again, let's go back to, to John Cole. And, and I remember when I was maybe five or six and I said to my dad, cause he did so much coaching. I was around athletes so much of my life. And I asked my dad, what makes that person be able to be in the Olympics? What makes that person be able to be a major league baseball player? And even at five or six, I had a feeling it was just that these people were super, super talented. Like they were born with something magical and, and it probably was something magical that maybe I didn't have, or maybe if I knew what the magical thing was, I did have it. So I said to him, what is it? And he said, the difference between Olympians and Major League Baseball players and you and me is they do stuff every single day that they don't want to do. Yeah. And they do it because they have a bigger result in mind. Yes. He said, so when you see them play a game, when you see the Dodgers versus whoever, know that those players on the Dodgers, they didn't just show up for that game that you're seeing them play. They showed up for batting practice at 8 a.m. And then they showed up for ground balls and fielding practice at 10 a.m. And then they skipped lunch because they had to go back and, you know, practice other skills. Whatever it was, there was a huge sacrifice that was made. And so my lesson that I took from that from my dad was it really isn't that I have to be born gifted at anything. It's just that I have to be willing to work really hard. Yeah. And it's and it's the willing to work really hard that's going to get me there. And and then holding two opposing ideas in my head at the same time, which is <laughs> sounds crazy, but actually is I would say my dad's secret formula, which is if you want to get up in the morning and run, I guarantee you you will never feel like it. I, I- never Feel like yeah. it, right? I know you don't roll out of bed and go, I can't wait to get on the Peloton. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, 
I got to right. work up to that, but I get on it, but it, yeah. it takes No, something. you get on it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, so the two opposing thoughts are, I don't want to work out. I don't want to get out of bed. I, it's cold. It's yes. nice and warm in here with my husband, right? Then the opposing thought is, and I want to work out because I want to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And so when my dad was teaching me about suiting up and showing up, he also taught me about, you can think two things that contradict each other at the same time. Hello. Yes. And it's a crazy concept because you're like, because people go, well, wait, what? Yeah. So let me give you a different example than exercise. I don't love Christmas. I, we always had sort of hard Christmases in my family. We didn't have a lot of money. We had a lot of conflict. So if you asked me, do you like Christmas? I'd say no. And my husband is gaga for Christmas. So I get to practice with him my thought, I don't like Christmas. I don't like Christmas. And I get super excited for Christmas because Mike gets super excited for Christmas. So I have these two opposing thoughts in my head. And I just decide on any given day, yeah, it's okay. I can show up for Mike. This is important to him. And it's more important for me to show up for him because it's so important to him yeah. than it is for me to be sitting in my like, I don't like Christmas and I don't want to, rah, 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 and I'm a, you know, like my Grinchy, my yeah. Grinchy side. Yeah. 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 So, so I think the thinking about, uh, the fact that none of us wants to get out of bed and exercising and doing it anyway really does require holding two thoughts at the same time that oppose each other and then still getting out of bed. Um, Cause I'm never excited. I know you see my pictures. You can tell my pictures yeah. on IG. Yeah. I, I am not excited. Maybe twice a year. I, I look like I'm happy and I had a good workout and I'm in a good mood, like, but I'm still doing it anyway. Yeah. And I love also your pictures do tell a story, but I also, the other thing that I really appreciate is in you doing it anyway, even though you don't feel like it, all of the wonder that you see around you, all of that, like, I also love, like, we get to go on Kit's Run with her, by the way. If you follow, I really highly recommend you follow her on Instagram. It's quite fun because you will, you will go on the experience with her and you get to see all of the cool things and all the things to be curious about. And it's super fun. I, I love that. I love that you brought in a different example because it really does go hand in hand also with, I don't, I don't like it, but I do choose my experience. I yes. choose my experience. I don't have to like it, but I get to choose my experience. Do I want to be Grinchy? You were funny. That was a cute Grinch you did. And, or because I know it's important to Mike, I'm going to suit up and show up and I'm going to choose my experience. And even though you don't like it, you don't like, you you don't like the holidays, you still enjoy them. Well, and it's interesting when you suit up and show up, it ends up being hard not to enjoy it. Right. Right. It's the thing that keeps us from doing it. I think a lot of times is the thought that we have ahead of doing it. Like if I really thought about running, that's why I can't run at night. Like I so admire people who work out after work. I don't know how they do it. 
I would spend the entire day talking myself out of it. Yes. I would spend the entire day being miserable just ahead of time. Yes. It, it's, uh, uh, yeah. So props to those of you who do it after work, um, but not psyching yourself out about it. Just showing up and going, it's going to be what it's going to be. Like I show up at every run. It's going to be what it's going to be. It's not going to be pretty. I'm not a small girl. I'm a very slow runner compared to other runners. I run about 14 minute miles. My dad says I'm an enthusiastic shuffler, <laughs> uh, not a runner, which is awesome. And, and I get to let go of all of my perfectionism yeah. about it because I just show up and do it. Yep. Even if it's not the best run anybody had, even if it's not the prettiest there's always something in it, I think, to appreciate, but you have to get, you have to suit up and show up and get in it yes. in order to get that thing that you appreciate. Yes. Yeah. Then you just get to leave it all out there on the roads. Yeah. Yeah. Leave it I, on well, the roads. You get to see baby Yoda. I part yesterday on my IG, I posted, uh, somebody had an inflatable baby Yoda Christmas decoration in their front yard. Someone had a very creepy, weird, Three foot tall werewolf. I saw that. That I also posted. So I mean, you know, you get you get out there and you see stuff, and your world gets um, a little bit bigger. And I th- I think as entrepreneurs, it's so isolating. It can be to be an entrepreneur. It can be so lonely. Yeah. Um. It can be so intense. It all seems very significant when you're, especially in these COVID times, by yourself in your house or with your significant other in your house. And there's something about being outside for me that's a, just a big stress reliever. And I got to just give you props, Coach Kelly, because you and I were working on my weight loss, oh, I don't know, a year ago, two years ago. And you said to me, we are going to take your working out out of the column of weight loss. Yeah. We're not going to consider that as part of your weight loss journey anymore. We're going to put it in the mental health column. So you're not going to be working out anymore in order to lose weight or even to build more muscle or whatever that is. You said you're going to go out and you're going to work out and exercise because it supports your mental health. Mm -hmm. I thought that was genius. And every time I don't want to get out of bed, I think, oh, no, 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 mental health is good for my mental health. This makes me a better business owner makes me a better entrepreneur, makes yep. me a nicer person, right? There's all these benefits that happen as a result. Yep, absolutely. I remember that. I remember that because it's not it, it's it's sometimes it's not always about the thing that you're going to go do and you think it's connected like it would make sense. Well, that's connected to losing weight. Sure it is. And there's more. And that's where we dive in a little bit deeper like and I remember that. I'm like, oh no, this is a non-negotiable for your self-care, yes. for your self-care, which includes yes. your mental health. That was just yep. a non-negotiable. And she's been running ever since. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty amazing. You know, I, I fluctuate, my weight fluctuates up and down about 30 pounds. And I've been 30 pounds heavier, 30 pounds lighter in my life. And, um, and I, when I look at my history of running, I ran through all of it. I ran when I was super heavy. Yeah. I ran when I was lighter. I'm kind of in the middle right now. I'm still running. And so it's this sort of constant that isn't conditioned upon 
me running like a little sparrow. Right. It's, it's a, it's a constant that is something that my brain just needs me to do. Yep. So I think that also drives, that's my why, right? Is my, is because we have such crazy mental health issues in my family. So really being mentally healthy and being able to be present in life is a big deal for me. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's a non-negotiable non-negotiable. And you heard how she broke down, how Kit broke down, why that's important to her. And when you grab onto that, there really is no stopping you there. There really, and I, and I promise you, I, I, I promise you it's never the thing. It's always the why. And you got to get into that. So, um, Kit, what changes have you seen in yourself since implementing these strategies and habits. Obviously, you've had them for a very long time going back to your dad. And I've seen you just keep on. Because here's the thing that I want to just preface with that. It's great to work with a new strategy as long as it's working for you. And sometimes we got to switch it up a little bit. Sometimes it's like, now I'm done with that. So what changes have you seen in yourself keeping that suit up, show up? And I know you've changed some of your strategies along the way. What changes have you seen in yourself since implementing them? Oh my gosh. I, I don't, I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. I ever thought of myself as an entrepreneur. So I hold those two different thoughts. I am not an entrepreneur and I am an entrepreneur. Yep. Yep. I am bad at business, but actually I'm really good at it. Yes, you are. Right? It's like, don't believe everything your brain tells you. Don't believe all of your thoughts. Yes. And so I have found that increasingly because I can hold those two things at the same time around things like running, I can hold those two things at the same time around things like my business. I'm afraid to go out and get new clients. I'm going to go out and get myself a new client today. I'm afraid to turn this proposal in because I don't think it's perfect and I'm going to turn it in. Yes. And really, Coach Kelly, the, the power of and is mm-hmm. something you've also taught me, which is the thought could be, I don't feel like running, right? And yes. I'm going to run anyway. Or yep. it could be, uh, I don't want to get out of bed, but it's, it's, you always say if there's a but in there, you have a dilemma. Yeah, you right? have a story. You've got a story, okay. yep. yeah. Which which a dilemma can certainly live in a story. You're gonna have, as soon as the butt shows up, the butt backs on into the conversation. We literally, no pun intended. We literally have. There could be a dilemma. There's certainly a story. There's a reason, and there's an excuse. Yeah, that's what that's that's all encompassed in the butt. So we get rid of the butt. Yeah, yeah. I'd, that's and the, like, and I need to call my accountant, but I don't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. I need to call my accountant and I don't feel like it and I'm going to do it. That's right. So really for me, doing the confronting stuff in my business has only been possible, first of all, through tons of support and help, help from you, help from my other friends who are entrepreneurs, help from my best friend and, and holding those two opposing thoughts in my head and knowing that I can still take action, even with those two opposing thoughts. So yeah, yeah. it's five years as an entrepreneur. It's been yeah. amazing and terrifying and <laughs> great. And I never thought I would do that in my whole entire life. 
And I think getting laid off from Southern California Edison in 2015, let's give a shout out to Southern California Edison, whoop, 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 for laying me off because that was such a gift. It didn't seem like it at the time, but boy, was it. Yes. Isn't that interesting? We often don't think that way. And oftentimes whatever's happening, like back in episode one, episode, we just took us back to episode one, Kit, where, you know, life's happening for us, not to us. And sometimes what's occurring, we can't yet see it. And when we trust that more is going to be revealed, trust the process, lean into that, often what comes next is so much better, so much better. And you are an amazing entrepreneur and business owner and get things done. So yes, you can. And yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, 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 we did. Yes, we can. Yeah. And I, and I really believe it's hard to have faith in the absence of evidence, but after five years of running this business, I'm like, darn it. If I'm not good at this, I have five years. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't mean I haven't made mistakes. You've watched me make them Kelly, but but I have a lot of evidence that I'm good at this. So maybe yes. I could just live into live into that. That's right. Bit. Yeah. That's right. Oh, I love that so much. I love that so much. So I have, are you up for a question or two more? Absolutely. Okay. So I have a question that I love to ask guests, and that is. What message do you have for them? It could be in the form of what would you tell your younger self starting out, or what's the message you have for they're listening all over the world, Kit. Here's your this is your time <laughs> to are. share. Yeah. They are translated into 23 languages, Coach yes. Kelly's podcast. Well, so the big lesson that I have taken away from the last five years is get help. Yeah. Get help. Ask your friends, get a coach. I mean, come on, non-negotiable. You got to have a coach, preferably coach Kelly, but (laughs) there are other coaches in the world. She probably is too busy coaching my family to coach you, but you should (laughs) definitely send her an email and ask her if she has time (laughs) in her schedule. But um, yeah, get help. I mean, I can't do my own eyebrows. When I do them, they either just continue to look bushy or I pluck them all off. So I outsource my eyebrows to someone else. And if I can outsource my eyebrows, I can outsource other things in my business I'm not good at. Right. And I can ask for help from other people who have already been down the path. And I don't think there's anything people love to do more than give advice. So it's always good to ask people who are a little bit further along than you are for advice. Yes. Yes. Brilliant. And that's that thing about get help. People people really do want you to win and people really do want to help. But so many times we make up that other people are too busy or... They're, they're not going to want to help and this and that. So I love that that is your message for everyone. Um, everyone go get a post-it, write it down, put it on somewhere where you can see it. So it says, Kit, get help. Absolutely. I love that so yep. much. Yep. Thanks. So, well, you taught it to me, so I'm glad you like it. <laughs> you like your own work. 
That's good. You're modest. It's, you know what? It's good. It's good to look at. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. You're so funny. Okay. I have a question. What's coming up next in your business? Oh my gosh. So, you know, those of you who coach with Coach Kelly or listen to this podcast, Coach Kelly encourages you to have a word for the upcoming year. So you we, you and I met and we reflected upon 2020 and we set out sort of my vision for 2021. And my words, it's not a word. Well, if it was a word, it would be teaching. Yeah. And if it was words, it would be contribution through teaching. Yes. So I've had the opportunity to teach at USC this last semester online. I love mentoring folks who are coming up in this in this discipline of work that I do, which is called public participation. And I love talking to other entrepreneurs, especially women entrepreneurs, and um, of course, giving them my unsolicited two cents of advice. So anything that I can do in 2021 that involves teaching, training, and making a contribution, that's, that's where you're going to find me. Oh, that's amazing. That's Amazing. And anybody who gets your two cents are very, very lucky. Very lucky because the two cents is usually right on. Right Thank on. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes, absolutely. I am sure people are going to want to get in touch with you and continue this conversation. I have no doubt. How can how can our listeners get in touch with you? So if you want to see my super pretty daily workout photo thing on Instagram. So Kit Cole Consulting on Instagram and then uh, on the web, I'm at kitcoleconsulting.com. And you can remember Kit because it's like Kit Kat, like the yes. candy bar. Yes. And Cole, C-O-L-E is my last name. So yes, absolutely reach out, get in touch. You can send me a note through my website. You can also just send me a private message through Instagram. I also have a Facebook page, Kit Cole Consulting. I'm I'm all over the place, Kelly. You yes. Know you know I me. Do. I mean, I get all my business by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So I try to be in all the different sort of social media yes. spaces. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I will drop in the show notes all the places you can find Kit and you can get in touch with her. I encourage it. She's a lot of fun. And if you are ready to get in the habit of suiting up and showing up, she's a great person to connect with in doing that. You will be inspired. I literally, when I see her face after a run, I'm like, yep, it's time. <laughs> it's time to ride. Let's You know go. what? And I follow other people too on my Instagram who are worker outers Yeah, and, um, and who are also, you know, dealing with their weight issues and their food issues for inspiration. I just don't think we can do it alone. I don't think, no. I really don't think we're built to as humans and so absolutely. I mean, I I curate my Instagram feed so I'm only looking at the stuff that just warms my heart. Yes. Or that strives me to makes me strive to be even more. Yes. That's yeah. brilliant. That is brilliant. That's a whole other episode. I'm yeah. telling you. Curating your social media. Curating your social media. Absolutely. I will definitely be bringing Kit back. That was amazing. So We will be right back to wrap things up right after this. This episode is sponsored by Lyft, the Leadership Impact Forum. Are you looking to grow your leadership skills? 
Are you ready to take the lead in your life personally and professionally? Are you someone who feels called to do something bigger than yourself? If you're ready to lift yourself to the next level, to meet the authentic leader that you are, and to create an impact in your life and the lives of others, then LIFT, the Leadership Impact Forum, is for you. This multi-week training program, led by Coach Kelly, will teach you the 10 leadership principles that will help you become more productive and fulfilled in your personal and professional life. The LIFT program includes weekly group coaching sessions designed for you to reach the outcomes you want. This is your opportunity to work with an intimate cohort of like-minded people as Coach Kelly guides you towards creating the change that will unleash your full potential. If you're looking to create an incredible impact and have a positive effect on others, then sign up now for LIFT, the Leadership Impact Forum. For more details on how to register, go to kellyjmobeck.com and get started right away. Leaders don't wait, they create. And we're back. Thank you so much, Kit, for being here today and having such a fun and important conversation about the importance of doing it anyway, having your plan, staying in action. I love suit up, show up. I loved the tip about friction. How do we make that easier for us? Asking for help getting somebody who's tell tell the world so you can be accountable, (laughs) tell the world, find the right workout buddy. I mean, holy moly, there was so much goodness in that. And I could listen to you for days and days. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was a true pleasure. And I'll talk to you on my coaching call, which is coming up soon. Yeah. Yes. We're going to roll right into that. Yes. Good. Good. All right. Remember, we have a choice to lead our life or follow our circumstances. Life is about knowing your passions, your purpose, values, and creating an impact in your life and the life of others. Who emerges from taking the lead in their life will be authentic, vulnerable, courageous, and taking the lead in having more results they want in their life by developing those habits that we talked about today. So remember, we get to trust that more will be revealed as we move forward. So remember, take a pause, let go of worry, let go of doubt and anxiousness, and live fully the best version of yourselves. It's 2021. It's time. It's time. Thanks, you guys, for listening today. For more resources, and if you have any questions or topics you want to address, please visit me at kellyjmobeck.com. You can email me there. Send me some questions. We'll take it on. We'll take it on together. It's time. So be sure to follow me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. And please, please share this podcast with the people in your life, and we will continue to take the lead together. Have a great week ahead, a great month ahead. And if it's not shaping up the way you want it to, take the lead and create a fantastic one. Take care. We'll talk with you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Let's Be Honest Before We Start Pretending. For more resources on taking the lead in your life, head over to kellyjmobeck.com and connect with me on Instagram at Coach Kelly Mobeck. If this episode was helpful for you, 
please feel free to share it with friends, rate and review it on iTunes. That's Apple Podcasts now. And at any time, feel free to connect with me and let me know what you want to hear next or what you're working on. I'm happy to help. Thanks again for listening. And here's to you taking the lead in your life. 